Welcome to the New Swingers Podcast, the only podcast in the world specifically created for and focused on couples who are new to or curious about the swinger lifestyle. It is for audiences of those age 18 years and older. And though we give our opinions, we are not therapists or mental health professionals, and our opinions are simply our own. So here's the deal. Lots of couples new to the swinger lifestyle have a lot of questions, and they're often nervous or feel insecure. Our mission is to help you answer all of those questions so you can explore the swinger lifestyle comfortably at your own pace and make your sex life sizzle. Our voices have been changed to protect our identities and any email questions of yours that we read will be addressed anonymously to protect your identity as well. And a lot of you ask about wanting to see what June looks like because she sounds so hot. Well, she is hot. And here's how you can see what she looks like. This hot, sexy, gorgeous, former church preschool teacher turned hot swinger wife. Just click the first link in the show notes to check out June's OnlyFans page. You'll get unlimited access to hot, daily, uncensored glimpses of her and her gorgeous 32 D pierced nipples. She gets pretty crazy on there. Just click the first link in the show notes. Welcome back to the New Swingers Podcast. I am John. And I'm June. And we are naked as usual. <laughs> and we're yes. sitting in our home studio. And we have a good email question today that we're going to share with you. We're going to dive right into this mm-hmm. because sometimes, you know, one of you, you or your partner may be on board with swinging or open to the idea of swinging, but maybe the other person is not mm-hmm. or it's new to them and you're trying to get them involved and may- maybe it's just new to them or they, they actually don't know what they don't know. And so there may be, a, you know, anxious or apprehensive, yeah. um, you know, slow to do that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, with something as powerful and pleasurable as sex, that can be a really hard uh, fence to walk on without falling off one side. You know, we've had our fair share of blowouts. Mm-hmm. And um, so, yeah, we're going to, this one comes from, let's just call this guy R. Okay. All right. In fact, would you like to read it? Sure. Since I talk so damn much anyway, <laughs> I will drink my coffee. He does. He drink, do. He talks a lot. I almost like, said he drinks a lot, but that's not accurate. Well, sometimes, maybe. <laughs> it is. Yeah. But we do like to drink our vodka. Or in this case, because it's December, we mm-hmm. like eggnogs. <laughs> I'm not a player. I just talk a lot. <laughs> and fuck a lot. Because we just got into doing that, too. Just yeah, saying. we did. That was hot. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. June had these black frame glasses on she looked like a school teacher mm-hmm. and she had these these white um what do you call them white, white stockings white stockings with, with bows with on little, them with little white stockings with little white bows on mm-hmm. and these big black heels with these thick like square heels <laughs> it was so hot it's all she was wearing <laughs> well except for her belly ring and her two nipple rings yes of course and of course so, and by, by the way we've had a lot of you write in and a lot of you have wondered what we look like or what June looks like. Well, we don't reveal our faces anywhere. No. However, <laughs> however, <laughs> you just heard in the intro, June has an OnlyFans, mm-hmm. a free OnlyFans. Now, she won't show her face, but which is beautiful, by the way. <laughs> but well, thank you. you can see the rest of what this beautiful, sexy Southern voice that <laughs> talks to you every week, you can see what she looks like just go to the link right there at the very top of the show notes it's the first link there it says something about june's pierced nipples or something like that click here (laughs) and uh join your free OnlyFans, and uh you can get a peek at what exactly this beautiful beautiful woman looks like who talks to you and so uh 
yeah, go do that. By the way, I've got to say this too. Leave Go take like 30 seconds also and leave a rating and review. Yeah. I, I don't like to harp on that, but uh, there are other people out there just like you who are trying to like get into the lifestyle and learn about it. Mm-hmm. They're trying not to hit a bunch of potholes and speed bumps on the way like we did and like you may have. So go real quick, just take like three or four seconds, scroll down, hit that five-star review if you think this is a five-star podcast. Yeah. Uh, you, you can do it while you're listening to us. Mm-hmm. And, and if this podcast has helped you at all, just say one or two sentences, three sentences, just something about how it's helped you yeah, or what you enjoy about it. So mm-hmm. again, that helps us reach more people just like you and just like us. Yeah. So now onto the email. <laughs> onto the email. Now that I'm done being commercial. <laughs> uh, it says, hey, my name is R. Uh, just wanted to start off by uh, saying your podcast is by far my favorite out there. Um, at, wait, I'm sorry. By far my favorite out of all the ones I listen to. Well, thank you. That's that's great. That's I very. I feel very honored. Yeah, and I don't know if that uh, means he listens. I don't, I don't know if that means he listens to very low standard podcast or very high standard. <laughs> so I don't know if that means we're good or bad. But either way, he enjoys us. He and, enjoys uh, it. And we love that. I'm obviously yeah. playing with the R, but uh, we're glad to hear it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Says, not just because the obvious blowjobs from June, which is awesome. Amen. See? <laughs> so the people in the back in the overflow can hear it. <laughs> hey, that's my favorite part, too, just just so you know, by the way. <laughs> oh, I oh, know. One, one of my favorite parts. I know. I know. <laughs> mm-hmm. We might have to go around, too, after we, after we record this episode. I know. I just whispered. That's, you know. A, a, a turn on. <laughs> well, she gets this really sexual look in her eyes. She doesn't even she doesn't even know what the look is. I actually caught her on camera one time, and I snapped a picture, and I got it, and I showed her. I said, "That's <laughs> that fucking look." But she didn't know she's doing it. She doesn't know how sexy she is. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Again, I'm talking. <laughs> sorry, I've had a lot of sex and a lot of coffee lately, <laughs> so I, I'm talking a lot. Go ahead. Okay. Not just because the obvious blow job from June, which is awesome. Anyways, I'm. <clears throat> I'm 34. <laughs> Wife's 38. I've had my uh, fair share of threesomes and have mentioned to my wife about becoming swingers. I'm completely comfortable with it. My wife, on the other hand, is kind of in the air, I think. She's got other females flirting with her, and I see all the pictures. That is so sexy, by the way, to see other ladies flirt with your wife. Mm-hmm. Holy shit. It is. It, it, it's a feeling if you've never seen it. I don't even know if there's anything to compare it to. And then sometimes you're like, I'm just going to sit here and watch. And that's called a win. (laughs) Says, we know this couple fairly well. I'm pretty sure my wife would try it, but has told me to stop talking about it or it will push her away from doing it. Should I leave it alone and maybe one day it will happen? Um, But anyways, look forward to listening to more of your podcast. I've listened to them all already. Well, again, thank you. Um, makes work go by so fast and very challenging at times when guys at work don't stop talking on the two-way radios. Yesterday, someone called for me on the two-way radio as June was giving you a blowjob. Laugh my ass off. Whoops. Oh, well. <laughs> well, damn it. They interrupted us. Well, I know. Well, at least you could they have a little feature where you can scroll back and rewind and uh-huh. listen to the wisdom yes. over and over again. So, okay. so the question here, mm-hmm. what's the question? What, what do you the think? The question was, so he wants to do the lifestyle, but it doesn't sound like 
she's completely on board yet. It sounds like to me. Yeah, I don't think I I I don't know that she's a total definite no, but she's not a yes. So she's in she's in the middle somewhere. Yeah. Um. And then it's so his question was, do I well, do I leave it alone? Like, do I keep because she's saying, should I leave it alone? And maybe one day it'll happen. Well, yeah, she told or him is, to stop. She told him to stop asking about it or it'll push her or even push further, her further away. From away. Doing it. Mm-hmm. So should he leave it alone or and maybe one day it'll happen or should he keep pushing it? Uh, well, she told you to mm. not push it. May, uh, maybe don't at least yeah. for a while. I would say at least for like maybe a couple of weeks or so. Um my my thought process, and we started talking about this email before we even started the recording. Yeah, what I asked June was, hey, June, what what would make you say to me, if I was trying to get you to do something, if you said to me, stop talking to me about it, or you're going to push me further away? Mm-hmm. Like, what What's going through her head, possibly as a woman? Okay, so what I told John earlier was, was um, I said... It sounds to me like that maybe she's open to that idea, but she's not like ready yet. So if that was John and he kept on mentioning it, like I would get pissed because I'm like, dude, I've told you like 5,000 fucking times I'm not ready for that yet. So in my mind, I'm thinking maybe she's maybe she's getting really frustrated because she's not ready yet and maybe she feels like you're pushing her with that i don't know like and maybe you're not but maybe she's getting that vibe that you are and maybe she really does want to try it but she's not ready just yet for that so when you keep on asking her maybe that's what's upsetting her maybe yeah and let me say this too in in the lifestyle um you don't want to be that person especially if you're a guy you don't want to be that guy who pressures people Mm -hmm. whether it's someone else or it's your own partner that's kind of like everyone looks at that person. Uh, a lot of people do as the piece of shit. Like you can tell, his, you know, the lady's not on board, but she's doing it because he's pressuring her. Yeah, that's not fucking cool. Mm-mm. Like that's called non-consent. That's called she is not consenting to this. That could be considered probably some form of sexual assault or something. You know, if in a worst case scenario, if she ever flipped upside down on you. And said he used to, you know, he made me do this and that, and I approve. I mean, that could go real bad. That's extreme, but my big point with it was this: if you know, pressuring people, um, if you had to pressure someone, like you're not winning anyway. Yeah. Like, it, like if you put a gun to somebody's head and you scream at them, tell me you love me, tell me you fucking love me, they're gonna say they love you because they don't want to get their fucking brains <laughs> painted all over the wall. Yeah, but they don't love you. Like, mm-hmm. it's a free will thing. So yeah. don't I now here here's I agree with everything June saying. Here's my counterpoint. Sex is a very powerful thing, mm-hmm. and it's a extremely strong human drive. And I understand what he's saying. Um, but he needs to, he just it's like he's asking how do I figure out a way to kind of get through to her in a way where you're not pushing her away and you're not coming off as some pushy pressuring person because mm-hmm. again in a lifestyle you don't want to be that yeah so um <clears throat> one well, thing go ahead i was gonna say well you made a really good point of what you said what you had said that they could probably do first yeah th- there's a few things mm-hmm. um well, well first of all like june said I, I would give it a week or two rest mm-hmm. i went 
I wouldn't bring it up at all. Um, but whenever you do bring it up, I, w- I would, I wouldn't bring it up in like a funny or pressuring way. I would just be, I mean, be completely genuine. I can't, I can't make you be that, but be completely genuine and just look at her. You know, you're standing in the kitchen or something and look at her and say, Hey, I know you don't want me to bring it up and I'm not going to pressure you, but I need you to know that this is really important to me. Mm-hmm. And it, it's a need that I have as part of a need I have. I understand if you don't understand, but what I do need you to understand is that this is part of a human basic instinct need, a sexual need that I have to explore and develop in. And I've had similar experiences in the past and it's a part, maybe if it's a part of who you are, it's already sort of a part of who I am. Mm-hmm. And so all I'm asking of you as the woman I love, the woman I'm with or married to, whatever you are, um, will you take just what will you, would you at least be willing to, to take baby steps in in that direction with me that yeah. that are non-pressuring mm-hmm. you don't have to do anything uh but can we just kind of can we walk down this path together but we will take baby steps and yeah. and i think that's a good way to approach it after and, it's been and, a couple weeks yeah and this is important too we won't do anything that makes you uncomfortable Mm-hmm. And if for any reason you're uncomfortable somewhere, we'll get up and leave because we're together and we're more important than anything else. What yep. we have. Yep. And a good example of that might be, um, maybe there's a swinger club in your area, you know, near where you live or within the vicinity. And you know what? Do what we did. Just say, hey, I know it's a new experience. You're going to have anxiety sitting in the parking lot watching the door. Going, all right, when are we going to go in? You're sitting in the car. This is, we've never done this before. <laughs> What's it like on the other side? Mm-hmm. Well, just go there, like, just like with your first visit, go there just to observe. Yeah. Have your agreement be, we're just going to go in like like any other nightclub. And we're just going to, you know, have some drinks, sit on the couch, whatever. And we're just going to observe and watch. We don't even have to talk to anyone. Let's yep. just, let's just see what it's like. Yeah. Um, that way, that way, at least what you're thinking and what I'm thinking, at least it's based on facts and not a fictitious or a fake story that's going through our heads that always results to the absolute worst case scenario, because that that's what our minds do, uh, because we're, we're made to survive. And so if we feel anxiety around something, mm-hmm. we often imagine the worst case scenario. And then we live that we f- and we feel the emotion of that experience, even though we're not ex- we're not actually having that experience. But our brain, our mind doesn't know the difference. Yeah, that, that's why you you can feel the emotions of something happening, and you might be just sitting in your car and it is not happening. Yeah, because you you whatever you feed your brain, it responds to. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter if 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 it's real or not, because it's real yeah. to the brain. Yeah, and so well, when we talked about that last week about you know some of my issues with you know with letting John explore. You know, that was one of the issues. Yeah, and we can talk about that, too, if you want. But, I mean, the mindset thing. So that's – but, but yeah, I think John's right. I think um, I think you should wait a few weeks, like maybe two or three weeks before you bring it up again so that she's got time on her own to process things, to really figure out maybe how she truly feels. Do I want to do this? Do I not? 
Um, and then, and when it's been a couple of weeks, then yeah, I would do what John said and, and, and just maybe just mention, can we just go to observe at a swingers club? Um, hopefully, like I said, hopefully you have one in your area, but that's, that's kind of what I recommend too. just given her time and space. And like I said, maybe she's saying all those things because she, maybe she really wants to try it and she's scared, but needs time to really truly feel like, feel how she feels, um, knows how she feels and without pressure. And then, yeah. And then when it's been a couple of weeks, go back and just, um, mention it to her. Hey, can we, you know, I found a swingers club that's not far. Can we just go to just observe, you know, well, we don't have to do anything. We could just go and observe. And cause that's what we did the first time. And yeah. that was, that was great. Cause we just got to just sit there and observe and we met a couple people, but we didn't do anything and it was great. One of the biggest challenges people face when they're new to the swinger lifestyle is finding other like-minded people to connect with and get to know. Because most people don't want others to know they're in the lifestyle. So how can you actually find these people? It's very simple, actually. Just go download our free two-page guide called Swing Easy. It's a free two-page PDF document where we show you three of the fastest and easiest places you can start meeting other couples just like you in the next 24 hours or less, guaranteed. Just click the link in the show notes that says free Swing Easy PDF so you can start connecting with other like-minded couples and making new, fulfilling friendships and connections in the next 24 hours or less. Go click the link and grab it right now before the offer expires. Well, you know, there are also like blogs, YouTube videos, videos online, um, podcasts like this one, um, which we recommend this one because it's specifically for new swingers. That's why it's called New Swingers Podcast. Mm -hmm. Because one of the issues we ran into when we were early in the lifestyle and when we were new to it, and the whole reason we started this was because there, there's a lot of good information out there, a lot of podcasts. Oh, yeah. But we'd have to go through hours and hours and hours of content all across this wide ocean of of podcasts because we were looking for an answer to, like, one particular issue or another particular issue. And, you know, a podcast could be like an hour to an hour and a half long and it takes 30 minutes, 32 minutes for them to finally get to the fucking point because mm -hmm. they're just dicking around and not getting to the point. They're having fun, but like they're really a lot of podcasts in the lifestyle out there I've observed. And again, there's nothing wrong with them. They're great people, I'm sure. A lot of them are focused on their own personal journey and they're sharing it with you. Mm -hmm. That's no, that's not a problem. People love uh, hearing stories. But when you have a specific problem, like, hey, how do I get my wife to just to just show up with me. She doesn't have to do it. How do I, how do I help my spouse overcome the anxiety mm -hmm. uh, of going to a swingers club for the first time? Yeah. Well, I'll tell you how. You go listen to ep episode three of the new swingers podcast. <laughs> yeah. Which is like, you know, I forgot the name of the title of it, but uh, I believe it's episode three, you know, you know, three simple steps to or something for your first visit to a swinger club or something. Like, it's about, it's about your whole first visit experience. Um, but you know, there's, there's blogs, like I said, there's videos, there's articles, um, about this guys. Have you found it difficult to get and keep an erection while at lifestyle events? If so, you're not alone and it's common. 
The new environment and the distractions can contribute to a lack of an erection due to performance anxiety at the very moment you need it the most. I personally ran into this issue early on in the lifestyle and it was super frustrating. But don't worry, there's a solution. If you use our link in the show notes and use the coupon code NEW, N-E-W, at checkout, you'll get $30 off your order of FDA-approved ED medication from Shameless Care so you can get hard and stay hard in the moments that matter most. Don't question your manhood or feel like less of a man ever again. Just click the link in the show notes right now to get $30 off before the promotion ends so you can get back in the game and blow your sex partner's mind. Click the link right now and simply use the coupon code NEW, N-E-W, at checkout. What I would try to do, because it, it, it at some level, what she's dealing with is fear. Yeah. Fear is probably, and in my opinion, is almost always the foundation mm-hmm. of every fucking issue you're going to face here. Well, it has it's, been, I mean, it has been for us. Well, it, for me anyway. Well, my, most things, <clears throat> most issues people have are rooted in fear, at least in some part or in whole. Yeah. And maybe ask her some questions too. I mean, just, just very little simple questions. Uh, not when she's mad. Not when you haven't given her time. But I mean, approach her in a really mature way and a generous way mm-hmm. and, and let her know, like, you're not trying to get anywhere. Yeah. There's no goal here except to understand her. I mean, what kind of woman doesn't want her guy coming to her and saying, look, I just, I, this is important to me and I, I want to understand you better. I want to understand how you think. I want to understand, like, what you're actually afraid of or, or what makes you anxious. If you can get her to open up to you and say, well, it's this or it's that or then then you at least know what issue to start addressing and you can actually find ways to help her not being selfish and, hey, I'm helping you as a means to an end. No, you do it because you love her, but you do it also because you're helping her grow and you know it. Yeah. And then, I mean, like with June, one of the fears that she had, you know, her father left her mother when she was really, really young. Mm-hmm. And so her, her whole life, she's had this fear that I'm going to leave her, even mm-hmm. though I've never shown any sign of it. I've never suggested it. It's never been a thing. Mm-hmm. But that that was the fear. Yeah. And so then I, with that particular case, there's been other issues, but with that particular case, I knew I now knew the problem I had to attack because my wife wasn't the enemy. That issue was the enemy. Yeah. But it was standing in between us, fooling us. Yeah. Trying to make us think the other one's the enemy mm-hmm. when the real real enemy was out in the fucking bushes, you know, screaming shit and we thought it was the other person saying it. And yeah. so Yeah, I mean and and I'll try, go ahead. I'll be honest, we we actually had another fight after we did the podcast last week. We had another blowout. Oh, yeah, if you didn't look <laughs> look at the previous episode of this one. Yes. That that was based on a giant blowout, probably the biggest blowout we ever had. Mhm. And we got through it. Yeah. We understood each other. But then a few nights later, something came up and there was some deep-seated resentment in me yeah. that was still lingering. Mm-hmm. And it fucking came out. It did. You know, and we had to blow out that night. I mean, it it needed to, but it, I mean, I mean it wasn't fun, <laughs> but no. it needed to come out and it needed to be addressed. And we finally got to the bottom of it. Finally. Like, we have... Sometimes we'll have the screaming, shouting fights, but they're getting to be less. We have we have like ninety five percent conversation, but you know when when it feels like there's been an injustice or something like that against one of us, 
from the other when it feels like that. We've never been unjust, but when it feels that way, that's where things get real heated. Mm-hmm. But it's always because we didn't we didn't understand what the real enemy in this thing was. Well, like what was the real root cause? Like it wasn't her, and so um, you know, do um, you want to share with them what what we discovered? Yeah, and, and basically, I'll just say this, and I'll let you explain. <laughs> we discovered the next morning because she, uh, I slept in our bed. I told her to get in the guest room. Usually no, I actually went. Yeah, the, oh, up it, there. oh, oh, it was. I'm oh, sorry, it was last time I sent your ass to the guest room. Usually, it's the guy getting kicked out. I'm like, fuck that. Why should the guy get kicked out every time? <laughs> but I made you so mad. You're right. You did grab your pillow and go, uh-huh. and I'm like, yeah, keep going. And you're like, I'm going. Yeah. But here's the thing. The next morning, mm-hmm. um, we went for coffee, and we sat down. We were alone, and I was. I had some thoughts. Because when you sleep on things, it really gives you some good insight the next day. Yeah. Some clarity. Which has and, always been the case for me. Like when we've had a fight, like I usually don't sleep very well and I think through things. And then and and then the next morning I'm like, okay, I've had time to process and this is what I've learned. This is what I've found that's worked for me or whatever. Yeah. And so, mm-hmm. you know, oddly, I sleep like a baby like I, and not the crying one. Like. I, you know, I sleep like a rock. I, and that pisses me off. I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck? We just had this horrible blowout. And you're like over there sound asleep. And I'm, I'm like, the one well, that's like I'm wide like, awake, just well, laying there crying and thinking about things. <laughs> well, what I think it is, is I go, you know what? Fuck it. I can't change her. Why should I try? And then if I if I can't, and why should I try? Then why should I worry? And then I don't. <laughs> and I just don't give it any more merit or conversation or thought in my head that it doesn't deserve. But the next morning... Mm-hmm. We're drinking coffee outside this coffee shop. Just the two of us. It's like 7.30 in the morning. And I had two or three thoughts. I'm like, all right, here's what, through my observation. See, I I said, through my observation, here's what I can tell is happening. Now, take this to heart. Like, notice what I'm about to say. I was not trying to convince her of anything. I wasn't trying to be right. I wasn't trying to convince her why I was right. I care about the relationship more instead of being right. And yeah. so and so my point was I'm observing what happened last night more from an outside perspective now looking in. Here's two or three things that look to be this way. Will you confirm this? Now would tell her what it is. Is that true? Is this true? Mm-hmm. Is it? And so, okay. Well, basically what it was, our... Our roles in our relationship uh, were unknowingly being compromised between each other. Yeah. And not on purpose. Mm-hmm. And, and it was affecting us. Yeah. Basically, I see, I grew up around guys who were abusive to women, like really, abu- really fucking abusive in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. So I grew up and I'm like, I'm never going to be that motherfucker. Like, I'm going to fucking kill a guy if I see someone doing that mm-hmm. to a woman. So I've never, I've never wanted to be. Like the asshole, the guy who's commanding and domineering, you know, over a woman. But um, now I'm not a choir boy either. You know, I you know I'm I'm a pretty strong-willed, strong-headed person, dominating kind of personality. But I also never wanted my wife to feel like she didn't have a voice. Mm-hmm. And so we came up with this thing called. Uh, the choir boy and the bad boy. I was basically, I am 
one of the bad boys, the bad boy persona. If you don't know what that means, guys, ask your lady. What's a bad boy? <laughs> All right. Well, I am that, but I was I was being almost too nice, and I was starting to become a, to become the choir boy. And the choir boy didn't get laid. He never got fucked. And he got friend zoned all the time. And almost in a sense by my own wife because there were issues. Now, I didn't get actually friend zoned, but um, it caused problems because of what June is about to share with you that she realized about her. Because through this argument, and I'm not saying this is everybody, I'm not saying uh, Mr. R. I'm not saying go out and talk to your wife like this. You might get punched in the face, <laughs> depending on who she is or how it really is in your in your relationship. But I basically had to stop trying to be the fucking choir boy who's overly nice and giving her too many options and too much freedom to steer the ship. Uh, mm. Because it turns out that is not what she wanted. No. Go ahead and explain that, please. Uh, I guess I w- I'm trying to figure. I'm trying to back up and figure out. So yeah, so like, I, I was I was being overly nice and like, hey, what do you want to do? Give you a voice. Yeah. Um. But you you particularly are wired a little differently. I and am, I di- and I didn't know it. And mm-hmm. I was I was trying not to be the asshole. Well, and I didn't really know it either, honestly. Like I I mean, like I said, we are newbies, so like we're fucking figuring this shit out together. Yeah, like we're, we're still doing. It. We're st- I mean, we've only been in it like four or five months, so like we're still new and we're still learning things about each other, about ourselves. So like, just know that like we're doing this and we're just sharing what we've learned through this. So, so for me, he would be like, "Oh, you want to do that." He'd look at me and be like, I'd like to, what do you want to do? We're talking like a lifestyle play situation, maybe yeah. at the club. Yeah, like and, if it's with the lady and, and he's like, up. looks at me kind of like, yeah, I want to play with her. What do you want to do? Um, so I was giving you. You were giving me an option. An option. I was including you in our decisions, which we're told by women that's what they want. Um, Unless not, you're June. In, yeah, well, not, <laughs> not always the fucking case. Go ahead. coffee's good um anyway so um so i found that i don't like when he gives me choices like i don't like when he's like do you want to do this or that i like when he takes charge and he's like we're gonna do this and so when we had that huge ass fight he was like can I share this part? <laughs> this is B-roll and B-roll. This was a little context. This was about 1230 at night. She had already gone to bed in the guest room upstairs. Mm-hmm. And I had had, I'd already had vodka and whiskey. So I was kind of off the fucking deep end. <laughs> like, I'm not holding shit back with how I feel. Mm-hmm. And I probably said things more extreme than I normally would have. But because I was drinking, I'm like, fuck it. I'm just going to say what I... I'm going to say what I'm feeling and fuck the outcome. It turned out that actually worked in my fa- in our not my our favor. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, go ahead and tell him. So, he basically so, And I don't know if I entirely meant all this, but I was just trying to think of the wildest shit. And I'm like, here's how it's going to be. I just started listing off this wild shit. I don't even know if I meant all that cuz I don't have I, Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> I'm like, "Stop talking. Let me let me talk." <laughs> so, basically, he was like, you're going to fuck that person so that I can fuck that girl. You're going to fuck that person so I can fuck that girl. You're going to fuck that person so I can fuck that person. Did I say that? 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> he did. You have a text message thread that proves that I... Okay. It's deleted. <laughs> I deleted it. Oh, you did? Yeah. You know you thought it was hot. It got Yeah, but it got intense, and I didn't want all that on my phone. Oh, wait. I didn't want to, like, scroll down and see some of that stuff, so... <laughs> So, let me ask you the therapist question. How did that make you feel? Well, actually, I like, kind of like, finally. What <laughs> the fuck? Can you repeat that? How did that make you feel? Fucking finally. Finally what? Don't women want to be respected and included in things and mm. they're, you're equal and, and, and I'm mm. being very general and misogynistic mm. or whatever the fuck that word means. I just not, hear, not me. I hear feminists say it. Not so. me. Yeah. Okay. Not this one. How is this one? This one likes to be told what to do. And so when he was saying all those things, I was like, well, shit, that means I'm really going to have to like overcome the fear of doing that kind of thing with somebody because I've never done I've never I'll just say I've never fucked a guy besides John. And so I was like, really like, oh, my God, like, okay. here's the thing. I don't uh, there are a lot of guys in the lifestyle who uh, their kink, they really get off watching their lady fuck some other guy. Yeah. I do not have that kink. Mm-hmm. Now, if June has, if June wants to try something new, I'm not against it because I'm like, you explore you. Yeah. So I don't have a kink for that uh, like a lot of guys do. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's very common, actually. But um, that that's not where I was coming from. No. He was coming from the fact that because of the way that I've been and because I've been so fearful and with a lot of things that I've not done yet, including like messing fucking guys and playing with guys like he's he meant that in the way like, look, you're playing with all these girls, but some of the girls want to they like the couples they like to full swap. But you're every time we meet a couple that doesn't like they're not a like. I'm trying. I don't know what I'm trying to say. Basically, June, <laughs> it, it always turned out June got to play with the lady, and me and the other dig got to watch. And yeah, that's nice. But you can only sit on the sidelines so long yeah. before you want to get in the game, you know? Yeah. And, and so it it would always it, it it basically her preference basically cut out ninety percent of my experience or my opportunity mm-hmm. to experience and explore myself because you know it's not that. I mean, some some guys, there are a good number of guys who like to see their ladies with other guys. Yeah. But in large part, most of the people we meet, it's kind of like an unwritten thing where, well, you're playing with my lady. Can I play with yours? Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, or if you're not going to share, then I'm not. And it, it's it's not like that, but it is like that. And so yeah. so June wasn't willing to do anything with a guy, which is perfectly fine. I would, I would never, and I've told her this, I will never, ever, ever pressure you to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but just realize, be, by default, the way things are, just the way the, the lifestyle is, um, you being how you are and not being willing to expand your horizons or experience, like, I'm basically the only person, I'd say getting fucked, but I'm not, uh, I would say getting fucked over. Yeah. And so that after that happened so many times, it was mm-hmm. like, what the fuck are we even doing? I should just go out and find a lady who wants, you know, like a bunch of the ones we know, who they both want to play. That way, at least I'm not getting cut out. And then, you know, you always get to to have fun, but then I always get cut out because, and again, it was it was that that frustration coupled with, I'm not going to pressure her to do anything with anyone she doesn't want. That ain't yeah. going to happen. So I'm just stuck in the fucking corner. I'm the dog outside in the cold. But when he texted and said, "You're going to do this and you're going to do that. You're going to fuck this person so I can fuck the girl. You're going to fuck this guy so that I can fuck the girl," because they were interested in that. 
um, I I feel like honestly like it kind of turned me on because he was finally like because in my mind it feels like okay he finally cares about me he's because I because I want to feel like I belong to John and I want to feel like I am longed for and that I'm taken care of and that he's like well I don't want this to sound weird but like he's my daddy like that's you know because for me for me I had a shit dad and yeah that's a long story in itself, but <laughs> we'll just leave it at that. So, yeah. and that's probably partly why I enjoy being told what to do because it makes me feel like I belong and that I, I belong to John and that he cares about me and he loves me. So when he was telling me, you're going to do this and do that, I'm like, finally, you fucking care. Because in my mind, it was like, if he was giving me options, I wasn't feeling like he cared about me. Which that was backwards in my mind. I, I thought, I, I thought. You know, people you love, you don't try to control them. You give them options. You give them freedom to be who they are. You don't try to control someone when you love them. That's my perspective. Mm-hmm. If, if you try to control me, you're going to fucking run me off and I'm probably going to get in a fight. Like, you're not going to fucking put a noose around my neck. You're not going to, you know, put a, a chain around my neck and tell me what to do. But the way I receive love and affection is the opposite of how June does. And yeah. we had to figure that out. And that's been the core root problem of mm-hmm. most of these big blowouts. Yeah. And and in a way, the other night, that was the issue. Yeah. So I'm drunk. I'm texting you late at night, <laughs> telling you, here's what the fuck you're going to do. Here's what the fuck you're going to do. You're going to do this. You're going to do that. Take it or leave it. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> you don't have a fucking option. <laughs> like, I don't give a shit. Mm-hmm. And... It's all okay. And then I was harding him, and then he's like, oh, so you like that, huh? She, she fucking, <laughs> you can hold down the text message and put like a thumbs up or a heart. She hearted it. I'm like, oh, you fucking like being talked to that way, you little whore, or something like that? <laughs> yeah. I was off the goddamn deep end, man. And what did you say? Oh, you like being talked to that way? Oh, you like that? I was like, yes. <laughs> I'm like, well, what the fuck are we arguing about then? Here's what we were arguing about. Again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> The bad boy, John, who he is, was acting too much like the choir boy who gets friend zoned and not fucked. Yeah, because he was trying to be too nice mm-hmm. to the la- to his lady. Mm-hmm. Now, not in an abusive way, but to she wa- she wants me to tell her what the fuck to do. Yeah, and who the fuck to do it with. Yeah, you're gonna do it. I fucking own you. You're my property. I control you. You're gonna do whatever the hell I tell you to do. There's gonna be consequences. And, and because she's just soaking wet in her panties. And because he loves me and I trust him, yes. I know that he's not going to make me do something, not make, but he's not going to ask me to do something that's going to hurt me. Yeah. And so that's why, like, that's the difference, guys. Like, it's... It, like, so, so really, think about this. With as much con- control as you like me to have over you that we discovered, mm-hmm. in a way, in a way, you kind of control that. In an underlying way, it's like you control it in the sense that you know that I love you and I care about you and you you can trust me that I'm not going to do something or put you in a situation that's going to hurt you. Yeah. And so and, and so, you, you, and- so you kind of grant me that that somewhat leeway to be the bad boy, the mm-hmm. daddy, the dominating one that you want and need me to be. And you, you use those two words. You told me I need... I said, do you want the choir boy or the bad boy? You can't have both. And if you if you want the bad boy, the choir boy is fucking gone. Yeah. There's a, the bad boy does not have any of the choir boy in him. 
You can't yeah. have the guy that has a motorcycle that, you know, and tattoos and shit like I do. And then put a pair of khakis and a polo shirt and New Balance tennis <laughs> shoes on. Like, that don't fucking happen. Yeah. And so, mm-hmm. but you're like, I said, so what, which one do you want? You said you want the bad boy. Yeah. And I said, okay, what's the percentage bad boy, the ratio bad boy to choir boy? I said, is it like you 60% you want the bad boy, 40% you want the other? You know, the, the choir boy. And you said, no, you said 99%. I want yeah. the bad boy. Yeah. 99% of the time mm-hmm. in the swinger lifestyle at home in our everyday life. Yeah. Everywhere. Even at home in our everyday life. All like across the board, all yeah. across the board. And I said, okay, so you're telling me 99% of the time you want me to be in control, mm-hmm. dominating, telling you what to do. Like, don't ask you to make me coffee. Hey, go make me coffee. Yeah. Like, like that sounds like an asshole to me. No. But to you, you love it, and it makes her feel loved. Mm-hmm. It's the wildest fucking thing, guys. <laughs> like, every guy listening to this right now is going, what the fuck? I need to try that on my lady. Now, if you do, here's what's going to happen. She's either going to get on her knees and call you daddy, or she might just fucking punch you. And so you got to know who you're talking to and how yeah. your lady operates. Well, but it was so backwards, and that was the reason it was hard. Yeah. And then I also, also want to say this, too. That like, we're, we're like this weekend, we're going to try, we're going to like for the first time, we're going to try like a full swap. And it's not because John had said it either. Like, I want to make that clear. Yeah. I had this discussion with her. I'm like, no. We talked about that last night and I was like, no, it's not. Yeah. There's like a little bit of that, that, yeah, I want to do it for you. But like 90, well, yeah, it's about like 80, 90% of it is for me. Like, because... Um, in a short story, I was abused as a kid and was controlled by fear my whole life, pretty much until last year when I got healed. And so, um, because of that, like, I, I'm like, no longer do I want to be controlled by fear in any area of my life. And I feel like when he texts me those things, um, it kind of was like, you know what? I, I need to fucking at least try it for me. Like, I need to know how I truly feel and I'm being controlled by fear again and I don't like that and I don't want that. So, fuck that shit. We're going to try it. Yeah. June, <laughs> June used to be somebody who, when she's afraid of something, she'd just freeze and run. Yeah. Not like, anymore. <laughs> now it's like she'll freeze maybe momentarily and then she'll just start throwing fucking haymakers and going batshit crazy. And even the boogeyman's <laughs> like, I am getting the fuck out of this closet <laughs> like let me out and cause, I mean, she's a fighter now mm-hmm. and so she's taking that that mindset into this because yeah. obviously i you know if i tell her to do something i'm not gonna ever do something that is absolutely non-consensual like that's yeah that that is not what that is not that at is all. not what you should do in the lifestyle mm-hmm. um that's a fuck that's called like that's called rape <laughs> that's called yeah like, sexual assault mm-hmm. like that's fucked up yeah, and so I wanted him to know last night. I was like, because he asked me, and he's like, "You're not doing it just for me, right?" Because I don't, I don't want that. Like, we won't do it if that's that's all. And I was like, "No, I mean, is there like maybe forty percent of it that's for you?" Like, well, yeah, because I love you and I want you to be able to enjoy yourself. But sixty percent at least of that percentage is for me because I I'm sick of being controlled by fear, and I'm noticing that that's a fear I have is is doing a full swap or just basically fucking a guy that's been a fear of mine um and so i'm like no more am i going to be controlled by the fear so yeah, and i don't, I don't even care what the act is full swap whatever oh like my whole thing was 
like how can how can your choice and preference not cut me out yeah. of the equation and and pretty much fuck me over every time? Like I don't care what you do or don't do, but can we can we try to work together um where we both consensually and lovingly come to an agreement that we'll explore each other and ourselves and try things? Yeah. Um so that whenever we find ourselves with a play opportunity mm-hmm. with people, uh, I don't get the fucking bench. Yeah. Like I don't get put outside in the in the snow. Mm-hmm. While she's inside, warm and cozy, enjoying herself, uh, by default. So I didn't. I didn't. Again, I get nothing out of seeing her do anything with another guy. Mm-hmm. Um, that that's a new and weird thing to me. Like where I come from, if you look at a guy's lady too long, you know, it's like he wants to kick your ass. <laughs> and it's like, like that's where I come from in the lifestyle. It's like, hey, nice no, so you looking at my lady. And you're like, oh god, this guy. Then it's like, you want to fuck her? And you're like, wait, what? <laughs> like, come again? Wait, or don't? Um, well, and that happened Saturday. So, like, we had the oh. huge argument on Friday, got it resolved Saturday morning, just in mm. time so Saturday night we were able to go to the club. My Redeemer lives. <laughs> Shit. We weren't going to tell this story. Let's we do it. We just, we need to. We yeah. need to. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah. So, we had this blowout. And the, the at the, the club we do, we go to, there is this this room with... These mm-hmm. two or three giant picture windows. <laughs> it's my favorite room. <laughs> Forty or fifty. Yeah, she, June's an exhibitionist. She loves like people watching her get fucked. Um, she loves an audience. So you can fit forty or fifty people around these windows on the outside of this <laughs> this orgy room with this giant round bed. It's probably it's probably like ten feet across, mm-hmm. like in diameter. Yeah. Well, there was this black couple in there, and they were going at making out. She was sucking him. He was eating her. What you know, just playing. There's a lot of room on the bed. Mm-hmm. Well, we were, we were like, well, hey, let's just go grab a grab an open spot. Yeah, and so I was we ready in. to go in there and have get get eaten out. <laughs> yeah, so I started eating out, Jim, and then I saw this beautiful black hand with beautiful nails grab June's boob <laughs> as I'm looking up from between your legs. I'm like, oh, this is hot, and then I saw June's hand reach out. <laughs> And the black and white contrast of those colors, even in that low light, I could see it. And I'm like, this is a good day. Mm-hmm. And so I was doing that with you. Uh, you were uh, kissing her. She was licking your boobs. You were touching her boobs, right? Something like that. Well, you stopped eating me out. And then I started like sucking on your dick. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. She started sucking my dick. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm standing there on the side of the bed and she's sucking me. And then the lady comes over. And so she starts sucking on his dick. Yeah. So this this lady comes over and uh, she's like crawling over across the bed to get to me. <laughs> and so now I'm having my. This was the first time I've ever been with a black woman too. Uh huh. Um, anything with a black woman, and she had the mouth of a fucking goddess. <laughs> I, I was God. like, holy shit! I looked at her. I looked at the dude who was with her. I'm like, you are the luckiest motherfucker in the world. And he's like, <laughs> we fist bumped, you know, while she's blowing me. And then. I'll tell this part because it involves me, um, and I talk a lot. But mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> yes, he does. So she's doing that, <laughs> and he looks at me and he goes, "He looks at me, and between his fingers, he has a condom, <laughs> and he puts it right in front of me and goes, hey, she has a fantasy of being with two dudes at once. She's never done it before. You win.'" And I'm like, "Well, let me pray about it. Amen." And uh, <laughs> so he was offering, like, "Hey, you know, she wants to suck on me." And, you know, you can fuck her. And so 
Um, that's what happened. It went on for probably 15 minutes, maybe. I, I, I lost track of time. Shit. I mean, yeah, I think it was probably 15, 20 minutes. And I was, All, yeah. I saw, started sucking on her boobs. She starts kind of fingering me at the same time. Um, and I'm sucking on her boobs. And yeah, it was like probably about 15, 20 minutes. Yeah. I mean, I, I think we started like I was doing doggy style. And then like they get, uh, you know, the guy's like, oh, hey, she likes you rough. I'm like, oh, okay. And he's like, hey, spanker. Like, all right. So I kept doing that. She's got his dick in her mouth. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, you know, railing her like a fucking freight train. <laughs> and she is just loving every second of it. Mm-hmm. And yeah, then she rolled over. I went down on her. Then I kind of rolled her sideways on her side and was doing her from behind. And she still had, you know, had him in her mouth. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, it kind of trailed off from there. And it's like, well, let's go get a drink, guys. Let's let's go. Let's go back. Let's and go dance. back on the dance floor. <laughs> yeah. And I saw them. And that was that. <laughs> yeah. We walked past them uh, twice in the hallways after that that night. And both times I was like, we mean the other guy were like, hey, man, what's up? We'd fist bump. Be like, we got great ladies. He's like, oh, yeah. Uh, because yeah. it was like, hey, she wanted to try two guys. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, thank you for my service. And uh, I'll, I'll be your hero. You know, I'm so selfless here. I'm, I'm totally bullshitting. And right he now. wanted to fuck me too, but I wasn't ready yet because I told John, I said, okay, we had come to the agreement though that like, okay, I'm, we're going to try that, but I want it to be with somebody that I really have gotten to know and trust first, the first, like, first at least couple times. So G.I. Joe and Barbie, we're coming for you on Saturday. Fuck yeah. <laughs> and Barbie told me what she likes. Yeah. And uh, let's just say we are in perfect alignment <laughs> is that what you want be careful what you ask for barbie because uh i'm not the fucking choir boy who's gonna be nice about it mm-hmm. tell me what you tell me the things you told me yep i'll do that mm-hmm. so let's make sure the door is closed so i don't get hauled out of the fucking <laughs> oh sex club because i think i'm doing something non-consenting or uh <sighs> you know there's not any sort of murder going on <laughs> But yeah, I'm looking forward to it. It'll be fun. A little nervous, but it's going to be good. Yeah, we're friends with these people. So, we know these people. Friends, we trust. So. We trust these people. We've mm-hmm. been around them in several play situations. They're the cool, the coolest, chill, laid, yeah. laid back, non pressure. Like these are the kind of people we want to hang. Yeah, with, absolutely. You know? And so, and it's his birthday weekend. So happy birthday! Yeah, to, happy to early G. birthday. Joe. <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> well, it's funny because I was like, dude, I'm getting. Just as good a present for your birthday. <laughs> like, yeah, you're getting you're getting to try something out. I said, but I get to play with your lady. Like, you know, thank you for having a birthday, man. Like, I feel like <laughs> I, I owe you something. Like, <laughs> but it turns out he likes watching Barbie with other other people. So it's like, oh well, that's also a double win for him. Mm-hmm. And I'm just there to help be the gift. Um, and what's funny is what's funny is they both asked the other day when we talked to them about it. They're like they both asked. They're like, "How are your nipples, June? Are they sensitive still, or, or is that okay if we kiss on them?" <laughs> they were both asking how my nipples were. <laughs> if you don't know, June has an OnlyFans page. Uh, go to it. Show, <laughs> there's a link in the show notes again. Um, if you want to see her her uh, nipple piercings and. All their glory and variety, <laughs> different different locations, places. It's awesome. Go to her OnlyFans. It's free OnlyFans. Uh, it's right there in the show notes, the top link. And uh, you can see what we're talking about. And, John's uh, my own personal photographer. That's right. Videographer, <laughs> photographer, marketing manager. Yes. All of the above. <laughs> well, hey, if, if, if you're turned on or aroused 
by the thought of a skinny, beautiful white woman with 32 double D breasts, silver dollar nipples, big ones, and they're pierced. And I bought new piercings and they don't fit because my nipples are too big for them. <laughs> yeah, so we got to be more selective. We do. I'm telling you, go click that fucking OnlyFans link. Like, uh, man, it's just, um, you know, it, it, again, like, you want, you want to see, they'll just go check it out. I'm not trying to sell you nothing here. I don't give a shit. Well, you know, we, well, I have to end the podcast because I've not done this yet to you yet, John. So Don't I must work. I must give your blowjob because that's what I do in every episode. Say, what's that look in your eye? <laughs> <laughs> she has a rapist wit. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, boy. Mm. Oh, fuck. <coughs> oh, this girl's got a mouth on her. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I was consenting in case anybody's wondering. <laughs> as I if didn't... as if you wouldn't. <laughs> I know. I give her like the 100% pass all the time. So, anyway, um yeah, talking to your partner, um that's what we were talking about here. Mm-hmm. The the advice for Mr. R was take baby steps and express why you care about her and and why this is important to you. And yeah. You're not pressuring, you just want to take baby steps, and you want to understand what what her fear is, or the thing hindering her, holding her back, so you can start addressing those things with integrity, and helping her move beyond those. And when she moves beyond those, the thing is, she's going to personally grow and develop as a person. Yeah. So everybody wins here. Mm-hmm, absolutely. You know, maybe just, you know, go to the club, and just observe. Be like, we don't have to do anything, we'll go to the club, we'll have drinks, we'll observe, like I said. Mm-hmm. And if at any point you're uncomfortable... We'll just leave. It's that easy. There's no pressure. There's no anything. Yeah. Uh, so do that. And be open to the fact, be open to the fact that the person you're with, your wife, your spouse, your girlfriend, whatever, you might think you know what she wants and likes. Mm-hmm. But maybe you don't. Yeah. And, and maybe she doesn't know how to tell you. Because she doesn't realize it either. Yeah. And it's causing friction. Yeah. Once I went off the goddamn deep end, and I'm like, you know what? Fuck everything. <laughs> I was like, I was like Eminem in that last battle rap at the, at the in the movie Eight Mile oh, at the yeah. very end. Great movie. <laughs> he's like, fuck you, fuck everybody. You know, fuck you if you doubt me. You know, he's like, he's just off the deep end. He's like, I got nothing to lose. I'm going home <laughs> to a trailer park tonight if I'm lucky. Mm-hmm. And so. I had that kind of experience. I'm not saying go have that kind of experience. Hopefully yeah. you don't have to. Gosh, yeah. But when we did, it kind of broke up in the transparency that we we were not unknowingly having. Yeah. And so it was productive. Uh, it sucked, but it was productive. And realize that arguments or disagreements is a part of life. Speed bumps are in every road. Yeah. So just realize you're, you're not bad. You're normal if you have uh, issues like that. And so... Work through them because you care. Yeah, absolutely. And and if, if your partner, again, if your partner has an issue, try to find out what it is so you can help them. Actually, literally help them become better. Because it, if if your lady is anxious, mm-hmm. if she's fearful and anxious of something, yeah. if you help her overcome that yeah. in this area of your life, she'll be more equipped and able and capable of overcoming it in other areas of her life that matter to her also. Yeah, well, because I know that John cares about me and he wants me to overcome this fear, 
you know, of trying the full swap thing this weekend. So like, I, it's, it's just good because like he wants to help me. Yeah. Well, it's going to be great for him, but it's, he's, but there's a side of it too. That's like, he want he, because he loves me and cares about me. He wants me to overcome that. Yeah. But I, again, I don't, I don't even care if the full swap was the thing that did it for you. It yeah. just happens to seem to be, but I, I literally get nothing out of that. Um, as far as like you doing that. Um, but anyway, if this has been helpful for you, go click that five star rating real quick. It takes three seconds. Leave us a review. Yeah. It takes about five more seconds. This helps <laughs> us reach more people just like you and stay in the air. Go do that right now. We really appreciate it. Click June's OnlyFans. Yes, link I was about also. to say go check my go mm. check it out because I we post some really sexy pictures in our new Jeep yesterday. So Yeah, and it's <laughs> Christmas time. Yes. We took some sexy fucking uh sexy Christmas pictures yeah. of you by the Christmas tree it and came in today, so I had to try them on. That's right. <laughs> and it is Christmas time at the MILF estate. I'm just saying. <laughs> so go do that, check that out, and we will see you in the next episode. Thanks for listening to the New Swingers Podcast. Do you have a question about the swinger lifestyle or an issue you're struggling with? Send us an email at newswingerspodcast at gmail.com. Newswingerspodcast at gmail.com. And there's a good chance we may anonymously feature and discuss your questions so it can be helpful for you as well as other listeners. Just send us an email at newswingerspodcast at gmail.com.